It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. Well, hey, Chad. What's up? Um, I think we have an empty chair again. This seems to be a theme again. I, I, I Yes, and... Um... It's going to happen again next week. I know. But, <laughs> but maybe, that's okay. Well, maybe we'll get a special guest for next I week. I think so. I, I'm looking forward to it, too. Okay. I'm sure that we will find somebody. We'll find. We'll draft somebody right. in the service. Right. So uh, Ian is not with us tonight um, due to a family matter that he's attending to. Um, it's nice to have time away. Yeah. Once in a while. But uh, I just got to tell you guys, you know, last week at this time, I didn't have a voice. I mean, it was it was starting to come back a little bit, but it was such a struggle to even say a couple of words last week. Um, don't know what happened. It, it just hit me quickly and knocked me out. And I even took a COVID test just to rule that out, and it was negative. Um, but uh, just really wiped me out. But last week, you guys, you, you said, Chad, well, Phil's not here, and I don't know if we're at a half hour or not. You said that right at exactly 28 minutes. Really? 28 minutes, exactly. And you guys talked for about another two and a half minutes, so great job. It worked out perfect. <laughs> it worked out really well. Wow. You did great with that. It's that internal clock. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so anyway, it was a great conversation last week. Okay. I, I think you guys really enjoyed it. It sounded like you did, and I really enjoyed listening to it. So, But tonight, you know, I was, as I was driving out here, I was thinking... There's people in this world that are longing to know God, mm-hmm. because I, we've been saying this for a while, that God is doing something. Right. Things are changing, and God is moving, and he's putting this desire into people to know him. And that's where we as Christians need to step up and be there to explain things to them. Mm-hmm. But we also have to be careful not to push too hard. Right. And not to push our own agendas or our own beliefs that, you know, sometimes can be on the fringe, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so years ago, when I first became a pastor, God gave me this, I called it then a modern day parable. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what else to call it. So what was happening was I was watering my garden one night and the Lord spoke to me and he He said, when you spray close Real, real close to the garden. So I had, I'd drag a hose up to the edge of the garden and I would water the, the plants. And I noticed that when I was getting real close, if I put too much pressure, it would uproot some of the plants. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, or it would leave big puddles. Mm-hmm. And then there was, it, the garden was probably about eight feet across. And so I couldn't quite reach because I was at the end of the hose already because it was in the back of our yard. And I'm spraying and I'm like, just trying to, angle the water so that it would hit the plants on the other side. Mm -hmm. And what happened was after a couple of weeks, I noticed that the plants in the middle were growing really, really well. And the plants on either end were not growing as well. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord spoke and said that when you're too close to someone, you you could apply too much pressure Mm -hmm. and stunt their growth. Mm -hmm. And when you think that someone's just so far out there, Mm -hmm. you're just throwing a little bit at them, just hoping that it will stick. Yeah. And therefore, those people don't really grow as well. Mm-hmm. But the ones that you're 
getting watered the best mm-hmm. are growing the best in the middle. Yeah. So that taught me that with my family, I need to step back a little bit and not put a lot of pressure because at that time I was. Yeah. I, <laughs> I could tell you some of the things that I did. And I, I think I pushed a few of them away, honestly. I was really pushy with my family because I, I care so much. Right. I wanted them to know the Lord, but I pushed too hard. Mm -hmm. And then I was really, I don't like to admit this, but I was, I was judgmental of a lot of people Mm. that were different than me. And I thought, well, I'm never going to reach them. I'm not even going to try. And now God has me reaching these kind of people. And because I'm less judgmental and I realize, hey, you know, they may look different to me, but that doesn't mean they're different. Yeah. And they can still know the Lord. Mm -hmm. So when we find that balance in how we speak to people, not only does it give you more confidence in speaking to people, but it helps people mm-hmm. more too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what are your thoughts? My thoughts? Uh, I have a lot of thoughts about this okay. topic. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I, had a, I was on a road trip last Friday with a good friend of mine. We've been friends for many, many years. And, um, I, you know, he brought up, we were, we were talking about, there was a mutual friend uh, that... Uh, you know, was talking about some things of faith and that sort of thing. And he's like, you know, he's like, you got to be real with it. He said, because the thing is, he said, you know, I knew this guy from, you know, before and, you know, now, you know, he's, you know, professing his faith about stuff. And he said, I'm just not sure. He said, and, you know, he's like, you got to be real in your life and, and where you are and that sort of thing. And I, it, I really, it, it took me a couple of days to kind of think about that. And I just kind of chewed on it for a couple of days. And it's, it's a little bit different, but it's kind of the same. Uh, because this friend was somebody who last summer, I was kind of pushing hard with, with this friend. Um, because he was going through some difficult stuff. He was really struggling uh, in his personal life with some stuff that, you know, was really dragging him down. And, you know, my wife, Kathy, was like, you got to be careful you don't push too hard on him. She's yeah. like, you're going to push him away. Yeah. And I was like, well, I said, we talked about that. I said, I talked to him and I told him, I said, listen, I'm not trying to push you too hard, but I can see where you are. And I, I know that, you know, you're in a position where you need, um, you need God to step in, you know, in, in situations that he was facing in his life. And I said, if if you at any point you feel I'm pushing you too hard or I'm, you know, whatever, let me know and I'll back off. And he's like, no, he's like, you know, because the conversation we were having was very real in in that time period. And it was trying to work with him to remove things from his backpack, let go mm-hmm. of negative things and all that sort of thing. Right. So uh, we can absolutely push too hard. But there are points where we have to really pray and discern and have conversations with people to say, what, where are your needs in this moment? And does this, let's call it hard push <laughs> yeah. in faith, does, sure. this, does this match where you are and what you're looking for? Mm. You know, so um, I think it worked out in that situation, but there are other times where, um, and, and you probably have experienced this as well, where friends or family or whatever, um, maybe you'll see a post that they make on social media, or maybe you'll overhear something that they say, and you're just like, man, that just doesn't fit. That just doesn't, 
feel good to me. That, right. That right. person said this or whatever. And you almost feel at points like you ought to call them out or just kind of correct them or whatever. And there have been so many times where I've prayed into that and God's like, nope. Yep. Don't do it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> don't do it. Yep. Like there will be a time and a place yep. where I will work with them in their time. And that is not right now. Like, right. you don't have to, every time you see or experience something you don't like, you don't have to immediately react. Right. You know? Yeah. And and as I've gotten older, um, I've learned that. And, you know, I, my dad was a good example of that that I look at. You know, he developed a very, a very, you know, he'd raised, you know, six kids. So he developed the patience in a teaching that, you know, like, he didn't immediately always correct us in things. There were times where he would kind of give us a little bit of rope, mm-hmm. you know, and, right, and right. God, and God does that too. Yes. So, and, and the other thing too, the point back to the point about the, the road trip with my friend last week and his comments about, you know, we got to be real in, in our faith and our beliefs is that, um, we, we have to, be real with how we interact with others and not be judgmental because no matter how good we think we are, we can still be off the mark. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. as Christians, I see that a lot where I, you know, Christians feel like they're, they're, you know, more in the spirit than other Christians and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I've been, mm-hmm. and I've been caught up in that. Oh yeah. And like you, you outkick your coverage. <laughs> like that, <laughs> you you do, and um, so, um, and the Steelers play the Browns tonight. Oh yes, they do. <laughs> so I just you know, just throwing that footballism out there. But uh, we have to be real about, you know, we're not perfect either, right? So you know, there was the the plank in your eye, the sawdust in the plank, and yeah. that that mm-hmm. whole um, piece in scripture, and that's true. Because, and I saw this on a national stage there a couple months ago. There were these two Christian people out there on the national stage. These people that have a big following. They're prominent. They got YouTube channels and all this stuff. Okay. And one called the other one out. And it really, 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 uh, because the one didn't approve of the way that the other one was talking about their experience in, in, in their faith. And it really bothered me. It really bothered me to the point where I even commented back after a day or two in prayer. And um, I said, that is not cool. You know, like there may be a time or a place where two Christian people maybe need to have a talk about something, but it's not on a public stage on yeah. a national level. Yeah. You know, and. Um, so you called them out on like their YouTube channel or. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I'd prayed about it, and I felt like that it, when that person called the other one out very publicly, they put they published this video, and they were kind of condemning what this per, the second person was doing. And I thought that's not in in you know in in my understanding of, of my, what I was hearing from God in that moment. It really bothered me, mm-hmm. and and my understanding was you know God was like that's not how I wanted him to handle that. He pushed too hard. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have said he, but for <laughs> that's most, okay. people, most people probably wouldn't even know what I'm talking I, about. I have no idea. Then so. that's fine. And yeah, and well, that's good. It, and, it, 
Yeah. It's fine. But in that moment, so your your point for tonight is pushing too hard. Right. Th- that person should not have done that right. on a national level. That should have been a private thing between those two people that they could have prayed over. Right. But we are in in Romans chapter five and into Romans chapter six, Paul really talks about this a lot. You know, he's he's really trying to show us that we are sinners and that we're saved by grace. Yeah. And he he talks, you know, you're gonna make mistakes, you're gonna push too hard, you're gonna go too far. And that's when God's grace is is greater for you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, don't continue to sin willfully so that grace may increase. Right. But what I'm getting at is, um, yes, whatever happened, and I don't know, but that person was obviously wrong. And, and I've seen situations like that too. And I've called people out too that are on a prominent stage like that, a lot of followers. Um, and it's not fun and it's not easy. And you only do it if God is leading you to do it, which right. he obviously was with you. Right. Because... God is and it was using you to call this out so that if others see it, they'll they'll realize two things. One, this person, though they're very prominent, they're still human. Yeah. They made a mistake. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then that person will then be able to experience the grace of God in forgiveness for for and hopefully that person will take your advice and, and make amends with the other person. Right. Um in my situation when I call someone out, he couldn't do that because he was this person was a, he is a very prominent um, revivalist. We'll just leave it at that. And he made a very um, bad joke about a person that made a flippant comment, okay? But for whatever reason, I don't know why the person made that comment, but he really pushed and he kept pushing and he kept talking about it. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, buddy, you are so good. I, I follow you because I respect what you say and what you do. But when you do something like that, that's not love. Right. And he's like, oh, thank you for calling me out on that. He goes, you know, I really felt bad when I did it and I kind of let it go. But he said, now I'm going to take it to God. And he'll never see that person again. It was somebody who attended one of his shows. Right. But, or maybe he will. Maybe God will make sure that he sees that person. But, yeah. you know, still, it's okay to to do that, but you definitely have to do that with the leading of the Lord, because we don't want to just go around and say, ha, you're wrong, ha, you're wrong, because that's just exactly what I'm talking about by pushing too hard. Right. You know, it's a fine line, and it takes discernment and understanding and and hearing from the Lord to know when to say and when not to say, and that really goes with everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll, I'll just say I got into an argument with my brother one time. And I don't think he realizes this, but the reason I pushed so hard was because he said something that made me very concerned about his standing with God. I don't know his standing with God, and he says he's a Christian, and I believe that, but because of one thing he said, because it's different than what I believe, Mm -hmm. I got all over him, and he got really bad, but we're good now, Yeah, but... You just got to be careful. And when that does happen, you just have to own up to it, ask for forgiveness of both God and that person, and move on. You know, I, I remember this thing that happened about, 
I don't know, a year and a half, two years ago, you used to have a Bible study here. Okay. In, in, in the in the back of the sanctuary, and people would come to it. Okay. And I think it was maybe in even pre-pandemic. I don't remember. It was pre-pandemic, yeah. Yeah. And back in the sanctuary. There was a there's a lady who's gone to church here for a long time, and uh, she came to this Bible study every week, and she asked you after after the Bible study one night. She, it, it, you and I were standing there, and she came up to you and said, "Phil, like I'm really concerned about this one family member of mine." I'm concerned with the way they're living and that sort of thing. And she said, how, how do I reach them? I've, I've been praying over them for a long time and all this. How do I reach them? And she's like, because I feel like I need to force my—these weren't her words, but she felt like she needed to for, push the issue or force her way through to this person to make sure that, you know, they were saved and that sort of thing. And you were like, you know, your answer was kind of like— in God's timing, and I said specific words that came out of my mouth that were probably most certainly from God. It was like I just kind of did one of those, like, if I could look at myself and was like, where did that come from? Yeah, sure. But, you know, uh, the words that came out of my mouth were something the effect of, you know, wait wait for God to move the, the target into your sights kind of a thing. Mm, I don't remember the exact words, but you, you would, you know, you would kind of counsel her to just let God lead the timing. Right. Because she wanted to push hard because she had genuine concern. Right. Right. This person. Right. But, um, I think we all experienced that. Yeah. You know, in different ways and different things where we want, we know what we want and we know that, it's the right thing from what we've learned by reading scriptures and what, you know, we want for our family and our loved ones and friends and that sort of thing. But it doesn't work properly if it's not in God's timing. Absolutely. You know, it's like pushing a rope. I've used that yes. term a lot of times, and I love to use that even in business and stuff. It's hard to push a rope. But mm-hmm. when God turns that rope into a, a into a solid object, a stick, yeah. you can push it. Yeah. So, you know. Well, and that's just like with Jesus. He would stop people. John chapter 2, uh, the wedding in Cana of Galilee. He said to his mother, it is not my time. Why are you doing this? And he, at times they wanted to arrest him and he slipped away because it wasn't his time. Right. He knew more, better than any of us right. what was the right time. Yeah. He knew not to push the rope. Yes. And he waited for the stick to be formed. Yeah. So yes, that's that's very good. And I don't remember who you're talking about, but I hope that that person did find what they were looking for and with their family member. But um, yeah, and they might even listen to this. Yeah, because it's still somebody that goes to our church on a regular basis. Okay, and very yeah. active. But uh, yeah, it's about timing and that sort of thing. So I think that would be my advice that I've tried to learn myself is the timing. Because, you know, I've always been, and Kathy and I were talking about this just the other day. I'll tell you a quick story. Sure. So I bought so I, I bought another classic car. A Hudson. Yes, I bought a 1949 Hudson. Oh, 49. It's a wow. 1949 Hudson. So it's like, and I've wanted one for a long time, and it, it worked out to get one. Well, you know, Kathy and I were talking about, you know, the other night, and, and I said, you know, most of my life, I've been a person where I set goals 
And then I just smashed through these goals. Okay. 500 miles an hour. Like I would, you know, the old Chad would have had a list of 20 things that wanted done. And I would have been late at night, up late, super late at night or early in the morning, whatever, doing, going down through this list and checking things off, doing what I wanted to do on this project. And I told her, I was like, God doesn't want me to do that with this. God, right. God has shifted my um, viewpoint entirely with this because there's he wants me, for whatever reason, to do this as a process and to do it over the winter, to give me something to work with my hands over the winter. That's very foreign to me. Okay. Because I'm, okay. like I said, my nature, when I did my MBA program, it was like I psyched myself up and I smashed through it. It was like the Kool-Aid man. Like, you know, like <laughs> I, I, I was like this, you know, like when I did my MBA program, like, you know, I had, you know, some, some older, you know, more experienced people tell me like, just enjoy the ride. Just enjoy the process, learn in the process. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nope, I set up this entire checklist of things that I needed to accomplish. And I just went right through the wall, you know. And I looking back on it now, I was like, why did I do that? Like, you know, yeah, there was a lot of things I wanted to do in life and that sort of thing. But I was, I pushed too hard. Mm-hmm. I, I pushed too fast and too hard in that. And so even though that's not necessarily a spiritual thing, there was a lesson that I learned that I now apply to spiritual things because I feel like God's like, finally, you, you're understanding what I'm trying to put down here. Yes. You know, like, yes. You know, uh, he doesn't often move fast. So we can, and, and there's a reason for that. There's a purpose. So right. we, we can, we can, Rest in the patience of working at God's tempo. Yes. Yes. You know, and sometimes it's okay just to sit back and take a deep breath and pray over a situation and be, you know, ask God, God, what, number one, what do you want to accomplish? Number two, in what time frame do you want to accomplish it? And number three, how do you want to accomplish it? You had, you had told a story a couple of weeks ago about, you had encountered a situation on the side of the road. You were driving yeah. past. Yeah. There was a situation on the side of the road. You felt like God said, just pray about it and move right. on. Right, right. And there was another person who came along after you that was involved, in, who got involved and dealt with the situation. Right. So in that moment, you took a moment when you weren't sure what to do. You prayed about it. You felt like God gave you an answer. Right. Imagine what would have happened maybe. If you would have pushed yourself into that situation. Right. Well, yes, I think it could have gone a whole lot differently. Number one, the person who did stop probably wouldn't have stopped because yeah. they would have seen somebody else is already there handling it. Yeah. I probably wasn't equipped for that yeah. situation. Yeah. The temptation was there to stop, right. actually. But I did pray, and, and God said, just pray and move on. So I just prayed for him and moved on. But yes, or, you know, it could have ended up. It was a little bit of a dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. We found out later. It could have ended up very badly for a lot of people. Right. And so I'm glad that I listened because I was probably not the right person. Right. To handle that. Right. And you know that's probably I don't know how you feel about that, but you know, so much of my life I felt like, oh, I can do anything. Like yeah. I can do this. I can do yeah. that. Or I can. Yeah. You know, because you almost like you just have this desire to do. 
what you feel is the right thing or to help people and be helpful to other people that you see in situations. And it's like, it took a while for me to understand that, you know, sometimes God allows other people to do other things. And that was a big adjustment, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's not even like a matter of a pride or anything. In my case, it was a matter of, I want to do something. I want to help. I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And you, you just want to help and be helpful and things like that. And I was pushing too hard, Mm -hmm. you know, because like you said, Sometimes you're not the most equipped person to deal with that situation. Right. You know? Or you're not ready for that time. You may be equipped later. Yeah. But you may not have been equipped at that time. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we God is the master chess player. Right. He knows when to move that pawn and when to move the rook. And, and you know, he knows when to, to have you step out or when to keep you in rest. Yeah. And that's why we have to listen to him. Yes. And not push on our own because... We can push too hard or we can push at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. We can do more damage. God will fix it. Right. He absolutely will, but... It might be painful. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, he... I don't know how he does it because if you think about the fact that he gives everybody their own free will and yet he'll put a person in another person's um, situation in their life at the right time so that they can help one another. But if we try to... to do that without God, we just make messes. Yeah, it's just amazing. I mean, I know it because he's all he's omniscient and om, omnipotent and and omnipresent. But for someone who's not those three things, it's very difficult to understand that. But when we do just let go and trust God to guide and lead us in everything that we do, it really changes your life a lot. Yeah, as we're seeing. Right. Well, I've watched that with you over the past. Probably a year. And I've watched it with you too. Yeah, just the, so. the freedom. Yeah. You're moving in freedom. Yeah. Because you seek him first in your situations. Yeah. You know, and then he naturally aligns you with yeah. his plans and his timing. And things just naturally fall in place for <laughs> yeah. you. I'm laughing because I just think of all the times where I said, no, I'm not doing that. And here I'm doing it. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not going to be a pastor again. And but I let God lead me in that, and and I see why now. Right. You know, or if I, yeah, you're right. It's just we could make a list. We could both make a list, but yeah, we don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> not that we're out of time, but we're getting close. <laughs> no, I think this has been a great conversation because yeah. I think people can really relate to it, and you know we. Especially when I really started, um, well, you know, when I was a teenager, I, I, you know, had, um, you know, found my faith when I was a teenager and, you know, all that sort of thing. But then, like, I, I think I've talked about on here before, I'd set it on a shelf. And then in, just over the past two or three years here is when I really, you know, developed my relationship with God, really. And... So you're eager, you know, at that point you're eager. Yeah. And, you know, if you're a relatively new Christian, uh, you know, if you've recently just been, you know, saved and all that sort of thing, you have this level of passion and eagerness in you. And you can, you know, thankfully, you know, God's watching over you because you could get yourself into some really uh, difficult situations that you definitely would not be prepared or equipped the handle on your own. And sometimes God, you know, will kind of, you know, 
clear the path for you a little bit to get you in and out of stuff uh, in that situation. Or sometimes you learn the hard way, and he he cleans up your mess for you later. Right, <laughs> after right. the fact. Right, right. But, you know, there was another, uh, another situation that happened that um, very good friends of ours um, go to church here, uh, y- you know, probably a year or so ago. You know, I felt like the Lord had told me something about their son. And I shared it with the father, and it kind of freaked him out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was about something in, the, you know, their past and that sort of thing. Okay. And, um, it, you know, it was, I don't know that it was the wrong thing to say, but I feel like the timing, I got the timing wrong. <laughs> okay. Sure, sure. And. And thankfully, Ian cleaned it up. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> you know? I good. was like, Ian, I think I really screwed up because <laughs> Ian was at the pa- was the past okay. time, and, okay, and he had a good rapport with the family. But I was like, Ian, you know, like I think I screwed up. Like I told these people something that I know God told me, but I think I told them at the wrong time or too fast or whatever. And Ian's like, I got this. He's like, I'll pray about it. I'll talk to him, and he did. So Ian prayed about it, and you know. God provided an opportunity. Ian had a very good conversation with him and, you know, cleaned up the mess. Very good. God, God led Ian to clean up the mess kind of a thing. And so there again, it's like, but I was so eager mm-hmm. that I was not patient in that timing. And that's one thing Ian was like, listen, he's like, you know, I know you're trying to do the right thing and all that stuff, and that's great. But he's like, just remember Ask the questions, you know, the who, mm-hmm. how, when, where, why, mm-hmm. all those questions. And that's a that's a the best piece of advice that yeah. I think I and I try to live by that, you know, in my spiritual life mm-hmm. for sure, and 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 in the business world as well, which more and more obviously tie the spiritual into absolutely that you know in your family life and your business and all that sort of thing. And and so the patience, that's the one thing that in this conversation tonight, just be patient and ask, like like you've demonstrated so many times over the past couple of years, just be patient and ask and then follow his lead. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Because even if you make a mistake, he will make it right. Yeah. If you're walking in faith. Now you're walking on your own, he'll make it right, but maybe not as quickly to right. teach you. Right. But yeah, if you're walking in faith and you make a mistake, he will make it right. He's good like that. Yeah. And he, that was in that particular example, yeah. that was very quick. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. Cause you were stepping out in faith. Right. You learned from it. Yeah. And he took care of the situation. So, all right, well, do we, I got to let you guys in on my little secret. There's a clock on the wall, and I just pay attention when we start, and then I just go half hour. <laughs> That's how I always know. <laughs> and I'll let you guys in on a little secret. When Phil's not here, Ian and I don't ever pay attention to the clock. It's just like, well, you know, we just yeah, go by feel. <laughs> we, we are out of time for tonight, but wow, this was great. Um, yeah, I'm glad you think so. Yeah, and um, I'm looking forward to our special guest next week. We don't know who it's going to be yet. Yeah. But uh, might be even a cardboard cutout of Ian. <laughs> we don't know. We'll, well I, in a couple of weeks, we will all be back together again. Yeah. And who knows what we'll be talking about. <laughs> but um, 
It's been great. Thank you, Chad. Yeah, yeah, it was a great conversation. Yeah. Feel free to reach out to us. We still uh, definitely encourage anyone to, uh, if you have a topic you want us to to talk about, we're here to talk about it. You know. Yeah. So. One of these days, maybe we'll do a live show and let people call in and throw questions at us that way. Well, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we'll we'll talk about that. But until then, we'll see you all again next week. Yep. Have a great week. Good night.